gentlemen what you just heard there is uh bongolam by bonga kwan she's an amazing artist from south africa i actually recently discovered her and instantly fell in love with her music i i think the first time i saw her was on espresso performing the very same song and i was just like you know what this is my favorite artist from now on so uh bonga kwana go check out her music on um youtube 
on Spotify. She's an amazing, amazing uh, artist. Um, without wasting any time, we're going to get right into the show. So the poems that I'm going to share today, um, they're a set that I had prepared for Poetry Africa 2022, you know, your girl made it to the finals. It is nothing short of God's mercy and his love. And it has been an amazing journey. Poetry Africa is an amazing platform for artists all over the world. They are doing amazing work. They've been there 26 years, which is a long time, guys, which is a long time. Supporting artists, you know, availing resources for artists, doing whatever they can for the arts. And we are very much grateful and very much, you know, like it's, my mind was blown. My mind is still blown to have, you know, performed on one of the biggest stages ever. So I'm just going to share, you know, um, my poetry that I had if you missed you know the live events uh, this is some of my poetry that I shared hope you enjoy it these wounds are your children Lord these wounds are your children They have learned to eat their trauma for breakfast like it's a delicacy. Do not let them sacrifice themselves at 3 a.m. praying for healing. Your body is never conscious of its healing. Your heart is numb to receiving. You are a delicate flower growing in a field of war. Conceived by birth pains, you were for feet and bullets. You were for blood and decaying flesh. You were for broken bones and stomach spillage. You were the rose of war because you swallowed blood, tissue and sinews. And now you are retrieving your umbilical cord from the ground that swallowed it. You are asking it to connect you to your human source. You are telling it to feed your stomach. You are asking it to protect you. You are swallowing food and not words. You are learning to turn your mouth of a grave into a garden of possibilities. Perhaps you are even dreaming a koi pond in there. You are planting stars and giving them names with a straight back and a lubricated spine. You are kissing with moist lips and a velvety tongue and a tenderness that left you young. You, my dear, are slobbing. You are extending your hands in front of you, stretching your fingers, touching and tasting, feeling places that have grown unfamiliar to you. You are owning your emotions and not letting them control control you. You are invading your scars and commanding them to leave. Your burden is becoming lighter. The voices in your head are now becoming one. You are admiring the view from your window without the need for self-defenestration. You are praying for healing without asphyxiation. You are conversing with people and not the ghosts haunting your mausoleum or settling your emotional labyrinth of feelings you're 
neither understand nor can reciprocate. You, my dear, are ascending. You are drawing in rapid breaths with anticipation, hungry for life, eating organic food and not your skin. Your rainbow knows no end and has no beginning. You are as colorful as the oil paintings in your mother's storage. You are lying on your bed and not the cold hot floor that birthed you. You know, you approach the mirror with abandoned caution, celebrating your kind of beautiful. And as you make your way, to your welcoming party. I must say it's nice to finally see you, for we have been eagerly waiting for your arrival. Hide into your purgatory mind, an undead state of depression filled with opium and homemade epinephrine, building dark castles on tattooed skin, burned by cigarettes, covered in scars of pleasure, self-harm, self-hate, unknown self-love, self-raised in a place conditioned to break fragile hearts, to shatter wounded souls, to cripple mourning spirits. See, you were never a lyricist. You were a hybrid riding on dragons while slaying demons with your pen and paper. You, my boy, were fucking lightning. But in that place, you mourned time and you mourned God for your entire existence was in bereavement. For you were conceived in a human cage of depression, kicking in your mother's womb the bad habits that will one day plague your own immortal soul. You were set on fire by an incessant need to be more than the mirror image of a man you see. So you planted poppy seeds and scattered rose petals around your feet to self-remedy yourself of this need to always be seen that you forgot about yourself. You forgot how to love yourself. You went out into the world hoping the world would know how to love someone like you, but the world only knew to tear you apart mercilessly. So tell me then, how can a man begin to love himself when he is scattered all over society's expectations? Don't you want to lay your head on these two intimate boulders on my chest? To cry like a little boy as I fill you with much needed confidence like a woman should. See, my ability to stretch your emotional intelligence has nothing to do with me and you being able to get naked with each other, no. But it has everything to do with me being in need to channel a motherly spirit in order to console a crying boy. You have been venting. You have been acting out and it's okay, I understand, because you were emotionally stunted by your mother. Told by your mother that boys and men don't cry, that you should be strong like your father. But she too knew that your father was a broken man walking in fragments. I guess she was hoping that you would be the glue to fill his cracks. But what about the cracks your father left in you? You were just a boy, 
But you learn to become a husband to your mother. You learn to become emotionally available to her inebriated self as she stupidly drank herself into a coma every night, trying to grasp the memory of your father. Your father was a broken man, and he raised a broken boy. You are a broken man. Your father couldn't stay and love his family, and so he left. Blood all over your mother's floor, the life lessons that he will never get to teach you, and the love that he will never get to give you, which is why your mother mopped all the time, which is why your mother beat you all the time. See, she was trying to beat her husband out of you, but you became more like your father, boy. I guess some personality traits we cannot escape for they are intricately and immaculately woven within our genetic being that we become more like our parents without even realizing it, especially the ones we've grown to despise. Your father hung like a broken promise on the ceiling of his mother's house, ironically above the same place where his father stained his mother and by doing so scarred your father. Your mother loved you, but she loved your father even more. And she hated that place inside of her that still carried a torch for the bastard that left. So she too hung like a broken flower on the ceiling of your scars, which is why you could always find your mother. Whenever you recoil into your old wounds, unlike your father, she never left. She just bled right in front of you. So I'm offering the place within the crack of my womanness. For a little boy to cry for his broken home, for his sons that he still has to raise, for growing up too quickly. What we are cannot fit into the stomach of words. What we are can barely contain itself. See, some of us are traumas that have learned to transform themselves into beautiful flowers untamed by gardens. We have burrowed so deep into the earth searching for our roots that we could almost taste our origin from the dry bones of our foremothers that never came to life. We are not our ancestors' wildest dreams. We are not what they have been waiting for, for we are yet to arrive. We are the middle pages in a book still being written by people who are not us, convincing us of who we were. Images of black painted in violence, the beginning of our history, pages completely ripped out. The last pages left blank with no frame of reference. See, the weight of not knowing and of not belonging sinks us deep in the oceans where our ancestors refused to become slaves jumped in. We are stuck in between the glory of who we are and the politics of our skin. What we are is not fairy tale. 
We are tongues burdened by stories we cannot tell, for our tongues do not know our mothers. So our history collapses within our chest cavities until our hearts can no longer swim and our lungs can no longer draw in breath. So we lick the black from our skin like it's a cleansing and perhaps it is because no amount of holy water can cleanse the war of our flesh what we are cannot fit into the stomach of words what we are can barely contain itself O Oruhile Oruhile Wana le peto haye Honyanya hora doropong Hosian tatai ai pepa di pembe kahait a dia hai. Le habunyane misodi hotosa marameng ho aka tapelot amai. Agerem mabana hala akopani le mezi afeto hasaret. Asia banat asat hokomelo ya moleko kicho satane. Kajeno hae ke hole. Bomebaruna batsua ka horat e tata ba kakatleti di tapelo dia tleng hulibisa hotatama cholo. Modisa o mata hokopa huto le hoto chabeng sahai. Akere bon tataruna bomalumaruna kichole wabuti baruna baipile se chabasena. Mutabelo. Hai salena kwa ya mwenyaka. Ripela repata banababurona. Ripela repata khaite ditarona. Ripela repata bombebarona. Ripela dipelo empa lifu kintwe tata hasemao. Harrobala. Rerobala, rekakatleti, marumo, shababa, bula ibarona. Hobani nitefela ke hore ripela lebo. Robala le bona, reja le bona, retsuha le bona. Hose mo re bale helanting, re mo hawun wa bona. U uruhile. Mwana le tzupa. Usiatlala le peto hai. Honyanya khura dropong. Usiantatai ai pepa di pembe ka khaitse di aile khabunyani madi horrota pa kienza di rupi. Lena le fati hasilarona. Hobaa mwasadi. Hobushuku. Hobaa mwasadi. Hoyasida. Hobaa mwasadi. Kilikriba le bulehile. I don't want you to crash into me. I myself am a war zone, a layer of death. I have swallowed too many beautiful bodies accidentally. Even as I speak, I foam at the mouth that even crows don't desire to taste my skin. 
I have lost sight of beautiful things, now even broken things easily attract me. Things that are starving for magic, things that hold no roots, things that are welting, I hold them in my hand, staring with star-deprived holes where I should be. My sockets have been stuffed with molasses so I can fake seeing beautiful things. This body of mine no longer wishes to crash into you. I can only hope to be an idle painting that you still find beauty in. I can only hope to be the home that you've always wanted but never had. But truth is I'm just a shell of former things. And so I should tell you, before my depression and anxiety set in, and I remember that I'm only a guest at your house, I too used to dream of being someone's beautiful. I never wanted to house dead bodies within me. I've always wanted to taste all the colors of the rainbow, feel each burst on my tongue with the hopes of a pot of gold waiting for me. But all I've done for the past years was to taste the black from my skin and to reach the end only to find a cauldron of coal waiting for me, for me to cook myself and these bodies within me generations before me made me. Carry. I can't see. I can't feel. Truth is, I haven't been able to see or feel in a very long time. But I felt you. Your essence rubbed up against my skin and forced my soul to awaken from its eternal slumber in order to taste your rainbow, in order to taste your skin. See, you have never been stingy with your colors, and so I'd like to thank you for allowing me to be childlike in manner because truth is that feeling left me a long time ago when I saw a man who looks just like me beat the woman who carried me. My first count slaughtered and slain right before my eyes and the next day I had to see her beautiful black body dangling on the rope of his unfulfilled promises and my childhood belly hanging on a thread no bigger than my umbilical cord you are magic I don't know the real definition of the word I know that it's supposed to be pure and beautiful and it saves And so I should tell you that nothing could ever truly make me happy. Not even beauty offered in a gold platter before me. See, I cover my body with the honey not to taste or smell good, but to preserve me. This body of mine is a pickle jar and my soul a thing that desperately wants to be free. So I would ask of you, to blow me out and I will wither away happily while you still desire me, while you still see me as beautiful before I start to unravel and you are met with the ugly that is truly me. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and that brings us to the end of our show. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you had a blast. I hope that, you know, um, some of the poetry, some of the poems resonated with you somehow. Um, I am grateful uh, for you taking the time to listen, you know, to my podcast. Thank you for the support. Thank you so much. So the last song that I'm going to 
play for you or the song that I'm going that's going to end off wrap up the show it's by Zoe Madiha she's one of the amazing artists you know underrated artists I feel in South Africa she 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 like I don't even know like I I, I don't even know like the imagery she paints with her music you know and her energy when she's performing like she she was here in free state uh for the i think it's the it's something something woman i can't remember uh but yeah she came here and she just she just blew our minds she she's an amazing she's an amazing artist and i really enjoy her music so i hope that you you do too. Go check her out as well on YouTube, you know, on, on Spotify. Download her music. Sit with her music. You know, just bathe in her music. Otherwise, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah.